We've been talking a lot about anxiety and COVID-19 and of course all these tips and tricks that can help you whenever you feel anxious. And that's why I'm here to talk about Revive Essential Oils. Whether you want to stimulate your mood, reduce irritable feeling, support woman's hormone balance, freshen up your room to get that clean fresh scent, set a peaceful mood to meditate, or boost your immune system. There's blends that improve your digestion, help you with coughs, soothe tight muscles, and kill bacteria. You have 100 money back guarantee within 100 days, free shipping on any order within the US, and free shipping over $50 to Canada, Mexico, Australia, and Singapore. Shop Revive on their website in the affiliate link in the episode description. Welcome to the Casually Normies podcast, a chit-chat where we dive into the real-life stories of young adults in the middle of their adulting journey. I'm your host, Karima Zidani, head of the content at Casually Normies. You won't hear anyone famous on these podcast episodes. Instead, you'll hear everyday normal people just like you share personal stories about their growth, how it has impacted them, and the things they've learned along the way. Grab yourself a drink and let our talk settle in. Hello normies! The coronavirus is sadly hitting again. I don't know about you, but I'm so fed up with Mrs. Rana and I just want this nightmare to be over. That's why I'm trying to introduce myself to something that may help me observe this mess. Meditation. In today's episode, we focus on how to achieve a mentally clear and emotionally calm state. Can life really be improved by meditation? Does it have the power to transform the mind from negative to positive, from disturbed to peaceful? We explore all of this and more with Stacey Boyar, a psychotherapist specialized in anxiety that implements many visualization and meditation techniques. She's also a host at Namastacy, where she gives audios that you can meditate to. Hi, thank you for joining us, Lindsay. Could you please get us close to the word of meditation? Is it as it seems to sit and observe the present moment? Or is it more complex than that? Well, I think now is a perfect time in our world to start meditation. And it's available to everyone and anyone. And anyone could really benefit from it because it reduces stress and gives you a calm feeling and clarity and can even promote happiness. So it's simply just an approach to train the mind and to train your mind to be in the present moment and not focusing or perseverating on the past because when we constantly think about the past, that could lead to depression. And um, it helps us from not constantly thinking about the future because that can lead to anxiety. So the goal is really in everything um, is to be present and But truthfully, meditation can be really difficult for some people because the goal is to clear your mind and just observe. But um, sometimes when we're sitting there and we're meditating, you might have an uncomfortable thought and that's kind of hard. And the goal is really to observe it, then let it go. 
just let the thoughts go. And, you know, some people can do that sitting down or lying down comfortably. And some people like to close their eyes and just breathe in and out. Um, but the attention should be focused on the breath and how your body moves with each breath. And basically just noticing these thoughts with no judgment, acknowledging them, allowing your mind to wander and then just letting them go. But of course, it's easier said than done, I think, for some people. So now with the pandemic, we are at war with almost an invisible enemy. We are stressed and anxious more than any time. How could we meditate concretely on a daily basis during this time we are facing? Oh, and I think that's such a good question. And I think it is, like you said, more important now than ever to try to meditate, um, especially during these times, because, you know, whether consciously or unconsciously, we are stressed and our minds are stressed and our bodies are stressed. And there have been so many studies that say that meditation is really beneficial to help with our mental health. So in order to meditate correctly, I think it's important to really set yourself up for success. And I think in order to do that, um, you kind of want to ask yourself, really, why am I wanting to meditate at this time? Is it because I want to sleep better? Is it because I want to be more present? Um, is it because I want to be less stressed, anxious, and depressed? And then um, almost using, like getting a trigger for yourself to do it. So for example, uh, tell yourself, I will meditate every day when I get up in the morning, if that's the time that suits you. Or tell yourself, I will meditate every day after breakfast, or I will meditate every day at three o'clock, or you know, whatever your time is. Um, and I think also really being kind of easy on yourself, like not being too hard on yourself in the beginning, maybe even starting with just 30 seconds a day or a minute a day and then kind of build up, up, up 10 minutes and then maybe eventually a half an hour a day. And I also think, you know, as far as setting yourself up for success, setting your environment up for success. So maybe light your favorite candle or set up a yoga mat or even turn on music or make that cup of tea or burn that incense just to kind of really set yourself up for success and make sure that you are able to do it on a daily basis. So one of my friends has confessed to me that she finds it painful to meditate. Why does the mind want to avoid meditation, especially if at the end it does us good? So you know, while trying to meditate, it's certainly possible and it happens that these like difficult thoughts kind of pop into our minds, maybe things we don't really want to think about or things that we haven't thought about in a long time. And maybe for some people, they're disturbing or difficult. Um, I would say that maybe people that this happens to maybe meditation is even more important for them than anybody yeah. else, you know, because we don't want to have those intrusive thoughts and, and meditation is such a great way to like calm that monkey mind, they call it the monkey mind or, or a wandering mind, but Having a wandering mind, of course, is perfectly normal and we all, it happens to all of us. And I think it's really part of the process. 
but it can be frustrating and and then people will give up on meditation um but for certain people such as your friend that you mentioned maybe even um active meditation would be a good way to start and active meditation um works as well so that could be something to look into So how to deal with our thoughts because me personally when I try to meditate they seem to prevent me from meditating properly. Yeah. So and you know what happens is we're kind of we get caught up in maybe like a spiral of negative thinking and uh, we tend to ruminate and ruminate means just basically overthinking and overthinking and um this is so common to people that first start meditating and So, you know, active meditation that we kind of touched on a minute ago kind of enables people to stop doing this ruminating or like going down the rabbit hole of negative thoughts. So some people find it helpful to focus on a sound or a word or a phrase, you know, such as peace or I am peace or love or hope um, while they're meditating and uh, other people can focus on a color or several colors as they're trying to meditate. And then also the active meditation, such as the walking meditation. Um, So in this instance, when you're walking and your mind wanders, people can just focus on their feet hitting the pavement. So allow that negative thought, let it go, and then immediately focus on maybe your feet hitting the pounding of, you know, pounding on the pavement and the noise that that makes while while hitting the ground. Um, you know, of course, that deep breathing, the nature walks, some people with colors, they do something called a rainbow meditation. Um, and then, of course, the muscle relaxation, which is great as well. So in your opinion, does observing a thought seems more difficult than observing a sensation? I, you know, and that's such an interesting question. I, I think, yes, I think a thought is more abstract. So, and, and observing a sensation is more, I guess, more tactile. So I suppose observing a thought is way more difficult. And, and so to be mindful in order to quiet the mind um, and try to observe a thought you can start with observing sensations. And um, another tip might be observing the sensation of just your breath. So just the sensation of the air, you know, touching your face or maybe then your heart beating or the physical sensations within your body while you're breathing and just kind of saying to yourself, what are you noticing? Um, And then we talked about the sounds. So maybe then moving on to the sounds, maybe you're outside the sound of the wind or the sound of the air conditioning or traffic or even birds. And then of course, like you said, moving finally on to the hardest part, just the observing the thoughts. And so not to focus on the content of your thought, just observe it coming and going. And I like the like the analogy of a, of a train. So you know a train's coming, just like your thought, and it's coming and it whizzes by and it just keeps going and it's gone. And that's a similar thing with, with the thoughts and meditation. You have the thought, you acknowledge it, and let it go by. Nowadays, we notice that there are many teachers and methods of meditation. So how to choose well and not to be mistaken? 
Yeah, I, you know, and I think meditation is probably like a really personal decision. In what type is best for you? I know there's um, there's a new one I keep hearing about called loving kindness meditation or meta meditation, meta meditation, and um, that form of, of meditation. It's you you repeat like loving, nice messages to yourself. Um, and this ultimately increases your positive emotions. So while you're meditating, you kind of talk about um, positive thoughts, you repeat positive phrases, and that's especially good for, you know, if someone might be angry about something or anxious or resentful, this could kind of bring more positivity into their life. The, you know, there's always that progressive relaxation or body scan relaxation meditation, and that's like a muscle relaxation. So you kind of go through all of your 16 muscle groups, tightening them for maybe five seconds and then letting them go while you're meditating and while you're breathing. And that is good for chronic pain or sleep issues. And I always suggest that one like before bed because the tightening of the muscles and and focusing on your breathing before you go to bed kind of um, will help with sleeping. And I love mindfulness meditation that has to do with grounding. And grounding is great for anxiety, or even if, you know, someone might have a panic attack, or those that are experiencing impatience, because it kind of can be done anywhere as well. So grounding is using your five senses to keep yourself in the moment. Because like we talked about, when you're thinking about the future, you might tend to be super anxious. And when you're fixated on the past, you might tend to be depressed. So again, the ultimate goal, and even with the Buddhas that that have done meditation for years and years and years, the, the goal is to be present and be in the moment. And that's when we're happiest. So the grounding is using your five senses to keep yourself in the moment. So you immediately look for five things you can see, and then four things you can hear, three things you can smell, two things you can touch, and then one thing you can taste or pretend tasting. And that immediately centers you, and then you can begin the the deep breathing. What do you think about people who's into science and feel skeptical about spirituality? Does science and spirituality go hands in hand? Yeah, I mean, I think that you can really be into both. And, you know, spirituality might just be the science of our soul. Who knows? And I think in the time, like especially now with COVID, you know, we feel like we don't have any control or power about, you know, what's happening all around us. So, of course, we must trust science, but we can also control how we respond to what's happening. So, really, the only thing, really, that we do have control over are our thoughts. And I really think that meditation can help us in, um, you know, normalizing and and having more positive and useful thoughts, especially during COVID. So last question, we know that we, the young people, are the most disoriented and confused. We can be sometimes an emotional train wreck. Um, What do you suggest as tips to improve their meditation and make it through these difficult times? 
Well, yeah, I mean, with with everything and, and you know, the younger, younger children and then people uh, with college and, and yes, there's just so much and it's also new and strange and, and stressful. And I do believe that learning to meditate at a younger age can really be beneficial and help people throughout their entire lives. And there's certainly been studies that if you meditate in the morning, you are calmer and better able to deal with issues that are thrown at you throughout your day. So I would, I always tell people to, you know, start with the deep breathing and we've all heard, you know, take a deep breath, but it's important to really do the deep breathing correctly. And that's breathing through your nose, getting the air into your stomach, not your chest, but all the way to your stomach, holding it there, and then breathing slowly through pursed lips. And that's um, when we're good at that. And that's something that should be practiced when we're not feeling anxious or panicky. So we can easily draw upon proper deep breathing when we are feeling not so great. Um, and when we have that down pat, breathing through the nose, holding it in the stomach, and then maybe say that mantra, I'm smart, I can do this, things will get better, and then blow it through um, pursed lips. Of course, the grounding that we talked about using the five senses to get in the present moment. I love that uh, nature meditation, if, if you're near a park or anywhere you feel comfortable at this point going, taking a walk and really whenever those thoughts come, immediately focus on a bird, focus on a tree, focus on the wind, you know, focus on something in nature. Um, of course, the progressive relaxation that we, we talked about. I also like using a comfort object. So when people are feeling stressed or you're finding your thoughts really wandering, you might want to hold a rock or a, something you treasure that's small enough to even put in your pocket. And then you can hold on to it and really try to focus your thoughts on that item instead of your anxious, maybe negative thoughts in your head and ask yourself, oh, what does this feel like? And is it cool? Is it uh, hot? Is it sharp? And this way you're drawing your thoughts to your comfort object. Um, another I guess it could be the last, I mean, there's so many ideas, but the last one would be um, a safe space. And this could be something to do before meditation too. Maybe you're laying down, maybe you're not, maybe you're somewhere where you're feeling anxious and you envision a safe place and that's different for everybody. And it's a place that you deem in your mind, maybe the most beautiful, uh, something where you felt safe. Maybe it was a picture you saw on the internet, or maybe it was a place that you've really been to that make, gives you so much comfort. And you take time to really visualize this place and the vibrancy of the colors and really kind of put yourself there. Try to remember the smells. You could even make it up. Um, pretend that you're touching something. So you can always, again, draw upon this safe space when you're feeling especially stressed or anxious, or even before you're starting to meditate, lay down, envision this beautiful safe space, start your breathing. If the thoughts come, let them go. Remember that you're in your safe space and, um, and go from there. That's it for this episode from Casually Normies. 
Be sure to follow us on Instagram at CasuallyNormies and if you wish to be featured on future episodes of the podcast, just click on the link in the show notes to submit your application. Thank you.